Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 80 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Starting now. Let's begin with a striking proverb. From Proverbs 21, verse 11, When the scoffer is punished, the simple is made wise. But when the wise is instructed, he receives knowledge. Let's talk about that in a moment. First of all, thanks to our J-Webb, and greetings to everyone. I always like to pause from time to time as we begin our broadcast and appreciate every listener to our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. We trust that we will take the Bible and the Bible only to study these things that are ahead and to help us to grow and to help us to make the changes needed in our lives. To offer to you free study material that you may research the things of which we bring forth, and we appreciate hearing from our listeners here on International Gospel Hour. Again, let's consider Proverbs 21 and verse 11. When the scoffer is punished, the simple is made wise. Now, I want to stop there with that verse. And a good commentary on this verse would be this. We can learn from the wrongs of others. That if we fail to learn of history, we are doomed to repeat it, or similar sayings that go along that line. You know, I remember Billy Martin. Billy Martin was a successful manager in Major League Baseball from the 60s, probably into the early 90s. Billy Martin was a successful manager. He took teams such as the Detroit Tigers, the Texas Rangers, the New York Yankees, and the Oakland A's. And while they were struggling and not as successful as they should be, well, Mr. Martin had a way to bring out the best in his ballplayers. In reading his autobiography, I found it interesting that of all the teams to where or to which he was traded when he played, that he would learn from every manager. And he said he would learn what not to do, what didn't work, and what would work. And I found that rather interesting, that he took and learned what not to do with some of the less successful managers that he watched, but he learned the good from others. I remember when I was in the secular world in sales, and I remembered when I was in my training position that my sales manager told me, Jeff, pick up the good of every rep, but don't apply the wrong they may do or the habits of which they get into sometimes. Then you create your own work as a rep and you develop your own talent and your ability. Well, you know, friends, we can always learn from the mistakes of others. We watch and say, don't do that. How many times has an older sibling who didn't make the best choices in life warned the younger sibling, here's what you do? And siblings help one another. Now, let's continue this thought quickly from 2 Timothy 4, verses 9 through 15. Here is the Apostle Paul writing to Timothy when he says, 
Be diligent to come to me quickly, for Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and has departed for Thessalonica. Crescens for Galatia, Titus for Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. Antichicus I have sent to Ephesus. Bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas when you come, and the books, especially the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm. May the Lord repay him according to his works. You also must beware of him, for he has greatly resisted our words. From this reading, there were a number of folks that Paul pondered while he was in prison. And throughout the remainder of Second Timothy chapter 4, there were a number of others, but I want us to consider today about one that is mentioned, and his name is Demas. And let's learn what not to do. So we, now the rest of the proverb, the simple may be made wise. And remember, when the wise is instructed, he receives knowledge. Let's pause here and let's grow in our instruction and knowledge. And here's our free study that we love to offer to everyone that you can do at home. Our J. Webb. Your friends at the International Gospel Hour are offering absolutely free a Bible study course by mail. You may study in the privacy of your own home at your own pace. Feel free to give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. 6988, and please leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. Let's talk about Demas. The Bible tells us again in Second Timothy 4 and verse 10, Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. Now, Demas is mentioned here, and he's mentioned two other times in Scripture. The other two occasions are in a favorable light. Years before, Paul writes, Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you, Colossians 4.14. In other words, Demas sends a greeting to the church, a special type of hello from one brother to others. And in Philemon 24, he was called a fellow laborer to Paul. Now that sounds quite different from Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. Now let's consider this. Colossians and Philemon were written before Second Timothy. So we find Demas who would greet the brethren and a fellow laborer to Paul, but he left Paul. Now notice the phrase, he hath forsaken me, which means he had a choice. And because he loved this present world. I find the writer Hendrickson in his observation interesting that the wording, not that he merely left Paul, but that he left him in the lurch, if you will, or he abandoned him. When Paul needed him the most, Demas was not there. Now, folks, this is a history observation. Can't prove this by Scripture, 
But historians say that this Demas actually left and operated a brothel. And uh, that's not a very favorable way to change from your faith in God. Dear friends, there is no doubt here that Demas had fallen away. And friends, when we find one who has been faithful to God, faithful to Paul, and then he has forsaken Paul, very little is said of Demas, but what is said is not pleasant. Dear friends, one can easily again become like Demas, an individual that was once faithful, but now he has fallen. Did you know, dear friends, that an individual can fall from faithfulness to God? Let's think about Demas. I want to come back in a very few seconds, and let's look at some scripture that teaches us that we can fall away. But first of all, our J-Webb, he's going to tell us about our friends at HouseToHouse.com. We at International Gospel Hour appreciate our co-laborers at HouseToHouse.com an outstanding website with topic research, free materials, and an excellent media section. Check it out today at HouseToHouse.com. That's HouseToHouse.com. Again, friends, one can easily become like Demas. If Demas forsook Paul, loved the present world, well, so can others. Paul warned this to the churches in Galatians, Galatians 5 and verse 4. When he said, beginning in verse 1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Indeed, I, Paul, say to you that if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. And I testify again to every man who becomes circumcised that he is a debtor to keep the whole law. You have become estranged from Christ. You who attempt to be justified by law, you have fallen from grace. Paul told these Christians in Galatia, If you want to go back and hold to the old law of Moses, and you want to embrace circumcision, and if you do that, you're a debtor to keep the whole law, you're going to be leaving Christ. He said, You have fallen from grace. Listen to Hebrews three twelve through 15 Dear Beloved friends, if verse 12 doesn't cover it, I don't know what will. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. First of all, the Hebrew writer called them brethren, that affection word, among Christians. Lest there be in any of you of evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Folks, you have to be somewhere in order to depart. But the Hebrew writer quickly says, But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. Dear friends, can we see that? That we can fall away. There is no guarantee that we will remain saved if indeed we depart from the living God. In 2 Peter 3.17, You therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before, beware lest you also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. Dear friends, are you a fallen individual? Please beware of Demas. If he can fall away, 
then anyone can fall away from God. To say that we cannot fall from grace, to say that once we're saved, we are always saved, the Scriptures do not match up with those doctrines of men. Let's think on these things, and let's not be a Demas and learn from his mistakes and his sin and his rebellion. And we'll continue our studies together, dear friends. Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series, by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,